0: Welcome back to the Daily Poem, which is brought to you by Bibliophiles. I'm David Kern, and today is Tuesday, March 1st, 2022. Today's poem is by an American novelist and poet and author of children's books, even. Her name is Louise Erdrich. She was born in 1954. She is one of the most significant writers of what is called the Native American Renaissance of literature. She's written 28 books, including fiction, nonfiction, poetry, and as I mentioned, children's books. She's been a finalist for the Pulitzer Prize multiple times, and in 2021, she won for her novel The Night Watchman. She also received the National Book Award in 2012 for her novel The Roundhouse House*. She's received multiple other awards, including the Library of Congress Prize for American Fiction in 2015. And as a bookstore owner myself, I am excited to mention that she is also the owner of Birch Bark Books, which is a small indie bookstore in the Minneapolis area that has a special focus on Native American literature and uh, the Native American community in her city. The poem that I'm going to read today is uh, consistent with that theme. It's called Indian Boarding School. The Runaways. This is a poem that was published in Original Fire, Selected and New Poems from 2003. It goes like this A home's the place we head for in our sleep. Boxcars stumbling north in dreams don't wait for us. We catch them on the run. The rails, old lacerations that we love, shoot parallel across the face and break just under Turtle Mountains. Riding scars, you can't get lost. Home is the place they cross. The lame guard strikes a match and makes the dark less tolerant. We watch through cracks and boards as the land starts rolling, rolling till it hurts to be here, cold in regulation clothes. We know the sheriff's waiting at mid-run to take us back. His car is dumb and warm. The highway doesn't rock. It only hums like a wing of long insults. The worn-down welts of ancient punishments lead back and forth. All runaways wear dresses, long green ones, the color you would think shame was. We scrub the sidewalks down because it's shameful work. Our brushes cut the stone and watered arcs, and in the soak, frail outlines shiver clear a moment things us kids pressed on the dark face before it hardened, pale, remembering delicate old injuries, the spines of names and leaves. Given the poem's first line, home's the place we head for in our sleep, it shouldn't be a surprise that this poem has a dreamlike quality to it. And that dreamlike quality seems to be consistent with the character's dreams of freedom. Dreams of being free of the structure, of the punishments, of the rules of, of the school that they live in, the, the Indian school that they're forced to live in. This seems like a poem about something that's happened before. The children escape the school that they, they've been put in, locked in almost. They escape occasionally, they get away down the road. The sheriff finds them and brings them back. And that cycle repeats. It's happened before. It happens now. It'll happen again. And when the runaways get back to school, they're forced to put on dresses, long green ones that seem like the color that shame would be if it were a color. And they're forced to do shameful, menial labor. But while they're doing that shameful work, that work that is supposed to be shameful The brushes cut the stone in watered arcs. And in the soak, frail outlines shiver clear a moment. Something becomes clear there, and I've always wondered whether that clarity is supposed to mean that the end of this poem is hopeful, whether it's sort of just a sense of resignation, of realism at the situation they're in. And and I don't know that I come away with an answer to that but it's safe to say that this is a poem that is solemn there's a tone of solemnity about it a sense of longing for a freedom that once to find the peoples that these these children come from and of course that's a theme that shows up in most native american literature so much has been taken away from the characters that that mark the literature and and verse of of these peoples and thus, so much of their literature um, and their songs, their stories, their their poems are about dreaming of the freedom that they once had, whether it was on the open plains or the vast deserts or the Rocky Mountains. And so this could be a poem, I think, about, sure, children in a forced to go to a Native American school, or it could be about Native Americans trapped on a reservation. And as with any great poem, there is also a universal, you know, a uh, sense to it in which it could also be a, a poem about. Oh, anybody who feels trapped in a, in a situation. I, I find it a haunting, but beautiful poem. And I don't mean haunting in a negative sense. So here once more is Indian boarding school, the runaways by Louise Erdrich. Home's the place we head for in our sleep. Boxcars stumbling north in dreams don't wait for us. We catch them on the run. The rails, old lacerations that we love, shoot parallel across the face and break just under Turtle Mountains. Riding scars, you can't get lost. Home is the place they cross. The lame guard strikes a match and makes the dark less tolerant. We watch through cracks and boards as the land starts rolling rolling till it hurts to be here, cold in regulation clothes. We know the sheriff's waiting at mid-run to take us back. His car's dumb and warm. The highway doesn't rock. It only hums like a wing of long insults. The worn-down welts of ancient punishments lead back and forth. All runaways wear dresses, long green ones, the color you would think shame was. We scrub the sidewalks down because it's shameful work. Our brushes cut the stone in watered arcs, and in the soak, frail outlines shiver clear a moment. Things us kids pressed on the dark face before it hardened, pale, remembering delicate old injuries, the spines of names and leaves. This has been The Daily Poem, which is brought to you by Bibliophiles. Post-production is by Logan Green. I'm David Kern, and we'll be back with another poem for you tomorrow. This episode of The Daily Poem is brought to you by Bibliophiles, a production of the Center for Lit Podcast Network, where the Andrews family brings the great ideas of Western literature to bear on the life, art, and culture of our modern world. Look for Bibliophiles, that's Bibliophiles with an F, wherever you get your podcasts, or find curriculum materials, online classes, and book clubs at centerforlit.com.